Hey guys, how are we doing? Welcome to a chat show here on Buzzing Player, and today joining me is Beer and Michael. However, today I'm not going to be doing the interviewing, I'm actually going to be the interviewer. No, I'm going to be the interviewee. No, I interviewed you. These two have been at it for the last four or five days, giggling like kids, saying to each other, yeah, I'm going to ask him. <laughs> so today it's all about what it ever is that you're going to ask me, so I don't know what yeah. they're going to ask me, but anyway, so, uh, I've well, I've been Bear, working for which? You've been working all week on this? Yes. Have you? Right. Yeah, I, I don't know now, but my feeling... Exciting or you exciting? I don't know. I think you know, I think what they're both is they're both nervous. They're really nervous. They're worried about how many times have we got to do this, right? Anyway, we'll come with it. So this is all about me. They want to interview me. So yeah, over to you. The show is yours. Yes. How are you feeling? I mean, it. Um, I gonna interview you. How did I feel? Um, to be honest with you, it's not happened before, so it's quite unique. It's quite different, and I know what you're like. So I'm guessing that some of the questions will be quite interesting. You got a book full of them, so I. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do this, so uh, yeah. Work very hard. Ask everyone what you want to know about, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. but I'm careful. Why is your knee shaking? You're nervous, aren't you? Just nervous. Just, just feel like I'm going to be fun. Huh? Sure, no. <laughs> remember, remember to pass the mic between yourself. Okay, yeah, 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 okay. Me first, lady first. Okay, go for it. From the first one. Yeah. When first time you eat durian? Uh, first, thing my, first time I ate durian was... Uh, when I met Mo, uh, I'd been in Thailand uh, about four or five years, never experienced it before, went home and Mo introduced me to durian. And I was like, what's this like prickly spiky fruit? Like, what is it? And she said to me, oh, she said, you'll love it. And so I thought, well, let's try it. And to be honest with you, I don't know if you ever tried this guys, but it really is, it's delicious. It's very creamy, very smooth. Um, smell. Do you know, the smell doesn't really worry me that much. I mean, it does smell, but not like, well, I don't know, each to their own, but some people are like, oh, God, I can't touch that. And I was yeah. just like, yeah. oh, that was okay. So, but it tastes lovely, but you can't drink with it. Alcohol. Yeah, 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 in alcohol, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. in Bangkok, too, in the MR3 underground or sky train, little lady. Yeah, they don't like your caravan. But for me, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah. Okay, next one. What your first car tell me about? What did? First car. My first car? Yeah. My first ever car? Wow, what a question. Uh, my first ever car was a Ford Cortina Mark V. And uh, I was very lucky. My granddad, when he passed away, left me an inheritance, which I knew nothing about until I was 18. Uh, I'd been out working. I came home and there was an a, a envelope on the mantelpiece. Mantelpiece? That's back in the day. <laughs> and uh, my mum said, oh, that's you. And it was some like... Like a pezzis. Yeah, it was a, a cheque for £1,200, which... Back then was a phenomenal amount of money. It was huge. It was massive. So uh, I went out. I looked at four Granadas. Granadas were great, wow. big, huge yeah, cars. Yeah. Uh, but I ended up with a with a Mark V four Cortina. It was a beige color, and I smashed the crap out of it after oh. about all oh, I don't know maybe three months. I banged into loads of things. Wait, how old are you when you have a first car? How old was I? Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. 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 Don't forget, you got to change in your... Uh, and once at least that mantel place, was there an electric fire or was it a log fire? No, no, it was just a, a empty mantel. We weren't rich enough to have fires. Okay. Yeah, we, we had no money. So it was just a part of decoration. I think my mum I think my mum put a basket of flowers in there. We we, knew, we couldn't afford that. Yeah, yeah we're not... Okay. Sure. So the next one is, what your first, first job? My first ever job. Uh, first, first job, yeah. I was expelled from school when I was 14. Uh, they kicked me out of school. So my first job that I did off my own back was I used to go around to the local industrial area and pick up cardboard. 
So when the trucks would come in, the big lorries, and they were uh, undoing the, the banding and the, and the cardboard, they'd toss it on the floor. Oh. And I would go around, pick it all up and stick it in the basket. That was my first sort of like job off my own back. And I also had a paper round when I was younger. Um, but my actual first real job was when I was, when I left school, when I was kicked out, my Uncle Terry, uh, my mother hit the roof. And Uncle Terry said, Val, don't worry, he'll come and work with me. So I went to work on a building site with my uncle. He had his own building company. And uh, let's just say that was emotional. Sure, sure. So, and next one, what you're missing from home? Tell me three things slowly and things. Three things that I miss from home. My mother. Yep. My children. Yes. And my mother. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Easy. Well, well that's steady. You know, when you come out here to live, yeah, of you know, course, yeah. it's different. When you, when you come out on holiday, you don't miss anything. You know, it's just part package of being on holiday. But when I came out here to live and I realized that, you know, it takes a while for the petty to sink in that you're actually living here. You know, for the first six months, maybe a year, you're still on holiday mode. You're still kind of like absorbing all the things that are going on around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I was very fortunate. My mother came out. I, I got my mum to come out every single year. Uh, all my children have been out here. Um, my youngest, Aiden, I used to bring him out twice a year. I'd fly him out here two times a year. Now he's older. He's into his golf. He's off to America for his scholarship. He's just he's just about to head over to Dubai for some final that he's that he's in. So you know, one of the sad things about living out here away from your family is the fact that when they grow up, yes, you're you're separated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, it's no longer oh let's just nip round and see dad. It's like dad's six thousand seven hundred miles away, so I can't go nip round and see him. So oh, very yeah, yeah, understand. Understand when you get born. When I get bored, I'm not bored, you cheeky no, I mean, son. When, when you get no hair. Okay. <laughs> I ain't bored, I'm not bored. No, what happened was, um, like Michael, when I first came out here, I wanted to learn Thai. So, uh, unfortunately for Michael, he's still learning, but I was quite decent at it. His pronunciation is terrible. But anyway, I went to a hairdresser's. Yes. And I thought to myself, do you know what? I can tell her that I only want a little bit of, of hair taken off my head. So I said to him in my, in my broken Thai that I just wanted a little bit. What I didn't realize was, well, I just said, I want Al Pomnitnoi. So, so she said, oh, okay, no problem. Well, what I didn't realize, or what I actually said was, I only want a little bit left. And had she, had she started around the back, had she started at the back, it wouldn't have been an issue. We could have got around it. But what she did was, I'm sitting in the chair. I'm like, yeah, I've only gone and managed it. Look at me, check me out. And she went, oh, I was like, what have you done? Like, what are you doing? And she said, oh, she, you tell me you only want Litnoi. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I want you to knit noy off, not knit noy left. So that was it. And to be honest with you, that was oh, that was within the first year of being out here, and I've never ever changed. And, and I can grow a full head of hair. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I, I can grow a full head of hair. I mean, people say you're bored. I'm not bored. I just chose that. Once I did it, I thought, you know what? That's actually more enjoyable. So I've just kept it. Well, like this. Easy, right? Yeah, it's so easy. But yeah, my tie then was terrible, and uh, I completely shot myself in the foot and lost lost my hair for it. Yeah, yeah, that's why you can come board. Okay, the next one, we're going to start serious now. Okay. <laughs> serious. After now. this one. It's rubbing. Is that? What's that about? What right. your first time? Boom, boom. Uh, first time was with a girl called Appon. Uh, it was in the uh, Patea Beer Garden Complex. Uh, back in the day, it used to be a boxing ring in there. And there was a, a where the boxing ring was, there was bars all around it. And uh, the boxing ring was quite good fun because they'd have the Muay Thai guys in there. And you get these drunken guys getting in there and trying to do their best. And they would always get leathered. Uh, but I met this girl. She worked in, as you walked into the bar complex, there was the boxing ring. It was the next bar over. And the, and the mama stand there was a lovely lady. I'm still friends with this lady called Tim. Uh, Tim, she's beautiful, really, really nice lady. But I met a girl there called Appon. 
And uh, it was an absolute disaster, a complete disaster because I, I did, I, I took her away from the bar. We went off for the night, had a fantastic time. And then I did a... How long ago? Oh, well, that was years. Oh, we're talking about... Oh, <laughs> 10, when, 11 years. Oh, more than that. More than that, holiday, yeah. When first, I came here on holiday. Oh, and first time with the kid Yeah. <laughs> what happened was I did a fatal mistake like I warned you guys not to do. I took her to my hotel. So, number one, she knew where I was living, where I was staying. So, the, everything was fine. Next day, yeah, thank you very much. See you later. I went off out for the afternoon. Come back. And she's sitting in reception. I'm like, oh, no, like, what are you doing? <laughs> she's oh, I wait for you. I wait for you. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's okay. So, uh, anyway, I managed to get rid of her. And uh, I said, I'll come and see you tonight. And I genuinely did go back. I went back in the evening to see her. But she wasn't there. She'd gone off with another customer. So, I did mistake number two. I took another girl out the same bar, oh, okay. and man, the fireworks the next day. Oh dear! Fireworks the next day. Oh dear! She hit the roof. Yeah, she hit the roof. Yeah. Oh man, she she threw a glass. Oh, she threw a bottle at me and everything. Oh man. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. What you What famous celebrity you wanna boom boom with, actor or singer? What kind of questions are these? Um. Oh, I, oh, I don't. I mean, um, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Um, I would say probably, uh, I would say, oh, I don't know now. Off the top of my head, uh, how you doing, buddy? You okay? So I went, they're trying to interview. We're in the middle of an interview. They're trying to interview me. Yeah. Oh, did I? Okay. I don't remember. No, sorry. I do remember. I was on a wall crew. I was on a wall pass and I spoke to you. Yeah. That's right. Well, amen. if you're watching, regards again. There you go. Brilliant. Um, all right, buddy. Take care, my friend. Um, Famous, famous celebrity. I'd have to go with. I'd have to go with back in the day, Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, from Aerosmith. Oh, yeah, the Aerosmith crazy. Yeah, star. Yeah, star. I thought he was going to say Paramore. I don't even know. It's but no, Aerosmith did a video with Liv Tyler, which was Steven Tyler's daughter, and Alicia Silverstone. She was fit as. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was no radiator, I can assure you that. <laughs> now, next, continue. What's your sexual fantasy? Why is my fantasy? Sexual fantasy. To keep it up. I don't know. No, I'm being serious. I don't... I've never really been into that kind of stuff, uh, if I'm being honest. Like, you know, I guess, like, from a lady's perspective, I'm pretty boring, really, because I just like to wham, bam, thank you, man. Can I go and watch the football? Well, being honest, I understand some people they like, uh, yeah, they have a lot of fantasies, no fantasies, all like this a... dressing up routine and all the other stuff yeah. that you get. It, it, honestly, it just doesn't. Yeah, well, she thinks about the black castle, I'm not sure. <laughs> I've been to the castle. Well, we left our mate locked up in a MFO box in there. Yeah, we. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I don't, what I don't understand is like all this whips and chains. You know, if someone whack me and hurt me, I'll, I'll be like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. Well, no, I didn't. I don't do it. I don't. I, I see him before. Really? <laughs> I reckon the chandelier. I reckon. I reckon secretly, this is Bear's fantasy, not mine. <laughs> Where are these scratches? Oh, yeah. right, come, come on, go on. What you can concern about Paul when you drunk? <laughs> about Paul. Poor table. Yeah. What do I worry about when I'm drunk? Well, when you're drunk, you don't really worry about anything, do you? I mean, when I when, when I used to play when I used to play at a high level. Um, for me, it was all about my elbow. Uh, oh. The elbow was was so important to me because the elbow is the key to your cueing action. It's the cue key to keeping the, the cue straight and up and down. So 
When I used to play at a very good level, it was always my elbow. I was, I was constantly elbow. worried about it. When I was drunk, I'd use a broom hand. Just, just, to, just play bong, bong, bong. Yeah, yeah. easy. So what song, what, so, what the kitty song you don't like? What song don't I like? It's you kitty. It's me don't like. Yeah, which which song do I not like? Yeah. Um, pop, pop. I don't like, yeah, I mean, that's a tough one because I don't really dislike records. You know, at the end of the day, each to their own. But um, I think one song that I've heard a billion times, it really is like pulling teeth is Hotel California. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know what you guys feel, but for me, you know, you walk around some of the bars, all you can hear is... But if he's asking, I know already... I know you like song. Which song you like? Basically. Yeah, for sure. That's why I ask him. Yeah. That's and uh, just while we're on yeah. the subject, just while on the subject, guys, while you're watching this video, I've just invested just under a hundred thousand baht into bringing a brand new sound system here. So ACDC will be rocking and rolling, baby. Oh my god, oh, yeah. rock music, yeah. So after being the owner for a year, what would you do different? Well, I've only been the owner for four months. Um, what would I do differently? I don't know, really. I'm learning every day. Um, it's had its highs. It's had its lows. I found I found meeting people extremely enjoyable. That That's me. I'm a people person. Um, when I initially got the bar and I worked with the girls on my own, I found that very frustrating, which is, you know, why you came along and you've done a fantastic job. Um, likewise, trying to do everything on my own is very difficult, which is, you know, why Michael, he's doing a brilliant job. So, like, for me, it was just a case of step-by-step, day-by-day learning. I think where I am now in, in the whole grand scale of things, I'm very happy what we've got. Um, would I do anything different? I think if I could roll back the clock, knowing now what, what I do, if I knew it then, I would probably have bit the bullet and maybe got a bigger premises. Oh, okay, I see. Okay, if you're stuck in the island, with three people you want to be with, I'm stuck on the island with three people. Number one has to be Mike Tyson. Uh, that goes without shadow of doubt. I think he's an incredible human being. He's an, an immensely talented boxer, and I just I love him to bits. I followed him from when he was a youngster with Customato, and then he went Jim Jacobs, Bill Caton. I followed him all the way through that Desiree Washington thing. I'd love to sit down and talk to him about that. Um, next person would be my wife. Uh, I know it sounds corny, but it would be my wife because at the end of the day, you know, she's been my rock for the last seven years. Um, I wouldn't want to take my children, and I'll tell you the reason why. It's nothing against my children, but I wouldn't want to isolate them on an island, you know. Uh, I think they've got their lives to live, so let them go and do that. So I think the other person... Uh, not me, not me. No, because I think... It's kind of some friend, like... A... No, I'd, I'd probably take someone like uh, Gordon Ramsay, so he can cook me some decent food. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. Mum just stuck in the eye. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Pat, come out. <laughs> I'm not sure what Pat about it, but if Gordon Ramsay, I maybe rust up a bit more than that, but yeah. especially with the fish that's in the ocean. I can't do fish with bones. I don't like fish with bones. That's, 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 that's what I mean. Yeah. What's your motivation to keep going every day? Uh, the fear of failure. I've been like it all my life. Um, you know, when I joined the army, everybody, particularly because of what I was like as a youngster, I was an extremely stupid boy, um, a wayward child, an idiot, and everyone said to me, "You'll never make it. You'll never make it." So I did the army. You, you did it, yeah. Um, when I started up my window cleaning company, uh, I just I don't like leaving any stone unturned. So so I, I did it to the best of my ability, and and it, and it worked. Uh, regarding here, um, I just don't like the fear of failure. You know, if I fail, I don't mind. I don't mind. I'll put my hands up, providing I've given it one hundred and ten percent. If I've only done a little bit or a bit of this, or I could have done that, I could have done that, that to me is, is not doing the job properly. If I'm going to do it, I have to do it to the best of my ability and cover every single aspect. And if I do that, 
then I could look myself in the mirror and say, do you know what, Jamie, you gave me your best mate, but it just wasn't. Sure. Back to ACDC again. Why I don't know about ACDC. What don't you know about ACDC? Uh, they don't sing pop, 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 pop. No, wrong. I'm born in 1983. Okay. <laughs> Where's Michael's questions? You Where, all the questions. Last one coming. Last yes. one, right. Last one for me. I know who, who's most important in your life. I know. Yeah. Yes, correct. Can you tell me about this one to helping up in it? You want me to tell you about the most important person in my life? Yeah. Well, I've got two most important people in my life, but they've both done different jobs. So my mother, uh, she brought me up on her own when I was a kid. I've never had a father, never met my father. Uh, so she had an incredibly tough job bringing me up, especially as I was such an idiot. I was a complete knobhead. And, you know, having no father to discipline me meant I could run around and do whatever I wanted. And what was the worst that was going to happen? My mum was going to whack me with a stick. Whoopie doo I could live there all day long. So, uh, you know, my mother is definitely one of the most important person in my life in that respect. Uh, and my wife, you know, when I came out here, I've made it very public knowledge. I've never hidden the fact that I had a disastrous first, uh, first relationship that cost me a lot of money and a lot of heartache and a lot of upsets and 